Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's happening? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Want to play this voicemail from Jerry in Kentucky. I've got two things. The first is, how did Amy's uh, cake turn out, her Korean cake that she may turn out? Uh, Second thing is, we just got more proof that Lunchbox is sissy boy, because he didn't say nothing to the airport guy about calling his wife Sunshine. 100% hitting on her. Lunchbox is a sissy boy. I love the show. (laughs) Peace. All right, Jerry, thanks for the call. Uh, Amy talked about the cake uh, a little bit a couple days ago. And so you made the cake from YouTube, but it was a disaster. Total disaster. Uh, it tasted okay-ish. My daughter definitely didn't like the, the look or the taste. I made a whole video about it. It's on my Instagram. And so she had a big birthday party for her daughter, but your daughter wanted a mini fridge. I guess that's the update that I want. She's been asking you for a mini fridge in her room for over a year. Did you get her a mini fridge? We did. Oh, wow. What's up now? Wow. Cool mom, right here. Was it because Bobby told you that? Yeah, it's all because of Bobby. Bobby, Bobby's the cool dad, really. Uncle. Uncle. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that'd be very (laughs) strange. Sorry. This is where it comes out. Okay. Bad bad use of term there. Uh, We'll go cool. Uncle, he's (laughs) the one that influenced you. You gave in to peer pressure from Bobby. I just didn't think a fridge... 
Well, it was bad. Okay, so my husband and I made this decision together, and what we decided to do was it replaced one of her nightstands. So we pulled out a nightstand and put that one in, and she's got her lamp and her plant and her little coasters on top of the fridge. So it looks like a nightstand because I was like, "How are we even going to fit a, a, a mini fridge in your room? There's there's no there's not a spot." And so she solved that problem real quick, and it's now a nightstand, and it's full of. All kinds of things. So she got a mini fridge. Anything else for her birthday? She got her ears triple pierced. Well, she already had two holes on each side, and now she has three, which I thought was a really big deal for 15, because I didn't have three on each side till I was 40. Oh, you're going with that logic? Well, I didn't get it until I... (laughs) Yeah. And I told her, I didn't even have a mini fridge ever till college, probably, I guess. Well, that's not ever then. (laughs) I didn't have one ever, well, till college. Hey, Morgan, how many piercings do you have? I have... Two on each ear and a belly button ring piercing. Oh, I just meant ear. I, <laughs> oh, that was a total. Well, well, no, I feel creepy. All right, we're moving on here. Let's get started with Thursday's show. <laughs> it is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I just found out that my friend's four-year-old daughter might not be his daughter. In fact, I'm pretty certain... It's his fiance's ex-boyfriend's kid. Oh. So I was with someone that had been drinking a lot, and they told me that the baby was not my friend's baby, but the guy she was dating before my friend. Well, so here we are. Do I tell him what I learned? Do I tell him about a rumor that I heard? <sighs> what do I do? Sign David. All right. That's that's a serious one there. Huh. It, it is just hearsay. Does the baby look like? I don't know. There's a lot of questions I would have. Yeah. Does the baby look like the dude it's supposed to be the kid of? All right, so my first question would be, do you think it's best that he goes and talks to the mom of the baby first? Uh, It's it's tough. No. Why? Because if he goes to the friend who she's about to marry, you're blowing things up. I know, but go see if she'll admit to you and then try to talk her into telling the truth to him. I, my instinct would be go to my friend first. You then would? what if it's not true? It's my friend, though. I would say, hey, Eddie. Yeah. This is what I heard. Probably not true, but I just want to tell you what I heard. <sighs> so supposedly, your kid is not your kid. Mm-hmm. And I would not be your good friend if I didn't tell you that. Dang. That's a, yeah, that's a bomb to drop for sure. Uh-huh. And so then Eddie has to go to her and yeah. say, hey, I need a paternity test. Mm-hmm. And then it ruins their relationship or, and it's really the baby. he doesn't. And it's just like, yeah, no, this is my kid. I don't care what you say. It's going to be my kid. But I'd still think there would be some sort of paternity test. Mm. You could secretly paternity test the baby. Just get a swab and do that deal. What about doing the whole, it's all hearsay. Let she them figure it out later in life. You mean... I just stay out of it. I, I don't know if I can oh, get involved. Oh, that's too much. If I hear that and it's your close <laughs> friend, oh my I think you have to say something... Right? Maybe you just casually be like, so, <laughs> you're never going to believe that's what I weird, heard. That's a weird laugh. So I know something's about to come. If somebody comes to me laughing like that. But like, awkward, like, <laughs> you're never going to believe this crazy rumor that's I just probably heard not at the true. bar. There's no way this is true. But can you believe that someone's saying that's not really your baby? <laughs> Amy's yeah. doing like an 80s comedy act. What's the deal with the baby? Is it yours or is it not? Oh, Something man. like that. Just, I don't know. I, the whole situation is not good. If I'm the person that hears this, I have to go tell the friend. It's not going to be comfortable. He may get mad at you. Because he's just going to be mad and want to take it out, or sad, and want to take it out somewhere probably. But I think I would go and say, hey, this is what I heard. I don't personally believe it, but if I didn't tell you this, 
I wouldn't feel good about it. And then you'd probably have to tell them. Okay. Yeah, man, I'll let you do that. <laughs> let us know how that goes. <laughs> Maybe because I'm the girl. I see myself going to that mom. Yeah, but if I don't have a relationship with her at all, that's, a weird, that's a weird conversation. How yeah, of I, course it's weird. The whole but, thing's weird. But how do I get that time? Like, hey, can I can I get five minutes? You call. Yeah. Oh, you got to start. With, hey, man, you got a second. Well, Voice it's a memo. Woman. It's a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> that's right. You know, to look at her. Yeah. Oh, email her? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Hey. Uh. <laughs> this is what I say. I You have to hit your friend up about it and say, hey, can you talk for a few minutes? This is what I heard. I don't believe that it's true, but if I didn't tell you this, I wouldn't feel like I was being a good friend. So here it is. Don't believe it's true, but I just wanted you to know. And then let him have it, and he should do what he... He may do nothing and go, that's bullcrap. That's my kid. Or he may go, I want to have a paternity test. that proves him right or wrong. That's it. It is not comfortable. Or... this email like, Reading this email wasn't comfortable. Or one last thing. Well, you know, Eddie did mention, I think, secretly Eddie testing nothing. the baby? No, no, yes. I did. Oh, you no, did? No, I just said just ignore the whole Eddie thing. Eddie said ignore the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so you said secretly, secretly test, test the baby. Even as a friend, you can secretly test it. How do you do that? Hey, let, me, let, me, let me babysit that baby for an hour. <laughs> Take swabs? Pay no attention to the swabs everywhere. <laughs> Pulling its hair out? Yes. Okay. Um, that would be my advice. You got to say something. All right, that's the mailbag. If you want to send something in, Morgan, what is that address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, thank you, guys. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Time for Elder versus Millennial. Eddie, are you ready? Oh, yes. Your first question that Morgan would know the answer to. How many members were in One Direction? Yeah. Malik. Yeah, try to name him Malik. Oh, gosh. Um, Harry. Mm-hmm. Niall. Tomlinson. Guys, got to be one more. I say five. There's one more I'm forgetting. Lenny. Uh, you got, the answer's five. Yeah. Who Malik, is the fifth? Malik and Lenny aren't people, but I don't know. Malik, Zayn Malik? Oh, Zayn Malik. Malik. <laughs> so who did I forget? You forgot. There's Niall, Liam, Harry. Liam. Huh? I forgot Liam. You said Tomlinson. Yeah. Lewis Tomlinson. <laughs> okay. And Zane Malik. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're good, man. I like them. Well, they're not a thing anymore. I know, but the good music they put out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie's answering questions about Morgan's generation. This is called Elder versus Millennial. It's Eddie the oldest versus Morgan number two, the youngest. They get three questions. You heard him answer one. Yeah. He's a data four. He's the Hispanic who don't panic. Together, we recently opened for Garth Brooks. Now, he's singing, and he's showing off his good looks. Because hey. our listeners say they're now attracted to him. They okay. said they had crushes on him. There he is, Eddie. Good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. All right, you ready for question number two? I'm ready. The listener said, I have such a crush on Eddie. Yeah, she did say that. We were like, Eddie who? <laughs> Which one? Uh, Eddie, what actor turned pop star played Paige on the Disney Channel show Bizardvark from 2016 to 2019? What actor... Turned pop star, played Paige on Bizarre Vark. Here's the theme song to Bizarre Vark. Let's go make some videos. Hey, hey, let's go make some videos. Hey, you could watch Dirk doing crazy dancing. Here we go. Man, I remember Bizarre Vark. My son watched that one. I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, Ariana Grande. Incorrect. Morgan, you can steal. Now, Bizarre Vark's a little even beyond you. Yeah, I wasn't watching Disney at this point. But, I mean, I have two guesses, Dove Cameron or Sophia Carson, and I don't even know if it's either one of those. Who are they? But I'm going to go Sophia Carson. That's incorrect. (laughs) You would have stolen if you'd have said Olivia Rodrigo. Really? 
Eddie, your final question. Come on. Tiana made history in 2009 as the first African-American Disney princess. What movie is her character from? Tiana made history in 2009 as the first African-American Disney princess. What movie is her character from? Is that Princess and the Frog? Never seen that one. I said, I think it's Princess and the Frog. Princess and the Frog. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? That's correct. Okay, nice let's go. I'm just looking, buddy. No other reason. <laughs> the dramatic pause. And now Eddie's opponent. She runs all of our digital. She's never known a world without the internet and doesn't know the pain of rewinding a cassette. <laughs> It's Morgan number two! All right, Morgan. Morgan's the reigning champ, by the way, as we start a new season. Yeah. What was the name of the furry toy popular throughout the 90s that some people thought was spying on them? The original is our iPhone watching us. Mm. Oh. Was this, the furry toy popular in the 90s that some people thought was spying on them. The only furry toy I know of that was in the 90s was a Furby. I don't remember people thinking we they spied on us, but maybe they did, so I'm going to go with Furby. Furby is correct. Woo! Nice job. Who had a hit, even won a Grammy in 1991 for this song right here? You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, because you danced to it on Dancing with the Stars. That's correct. Do you know who it is? MC Hammer. That's correct. Impressive. Mm-hmm. And now we are on our final question. If she gets it, she wins. Eddie, if you steal it, you win. Okay. Jagged Little Pill was the best-selling alternative album of the 1990s. Also one of the best-selling albums in general. Who was the artist who released that album? Here's a clip of a song called Ironic. It's like radio. Can you name it, Morgan, for the win? Talk it out. Who, who do you think it could be? My gut feeling is that it's Alanis Morissette. Who else are you thinking? That's really all I have. Mm. I so. mean, I'm not like... Ugh, I like Heart. I was like a girl band, but that was two. Maybe more than two. Um, but I'm going to go with Alanis Morissette. She says Alanis Morissette. Heart was from a generation before. I'm earlier. surprised she knew Heart. Yeah. Uh, the answer is Alanis Morissette. Woo! Nice job. Morgan with the win. So dumb. Eddie? So dumb. I can't believe she got that. Like all of that. Furby, Alanis. That's good. There's a great Alanis documentary on HBO Max. It's called, I think, Jagged Little Pill. Really? Really good. good. Yeah, it's really, really good. And Morgan, you're really good. You're our winner. Congratulations. Whoa, thank there you. There she is. One and oh on the season. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. Scotty McCreary is hopeful that George Strait likes his new song, Damn Straight. You know, he's the king of country music, so I'm sure he's heard tributes before, and hopefully he enjoys this one if he hears it, because um, I sure love singing it. I think it's uh, it's an ode to him all while being your classic country heartbreak song. So for me, it's like, what's not to love? But uh, yeah, he's the king. I, I, I sure hope he likes it. Jake Owen shared the most important thing he's learned from the music business. I think if I've learned anything the most, it's... This is a business, and people have their deadlines that they need to meet. And if you never set those deadlines and those boundaries, then they get blurred and it'll never happen. Tim McGraw recalled some of his favorite teenager memories. I can remember being in a cotton field with everybody's trucks around a bonfire, 
and everybody's sort of playing guitars and singing Hank Williams songs or turning the radio up, listening to George Strait or Journey or, or something like that, wide open. And um, those are great coming-of-age memories that I have as a teenager driving and listening to music. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It feels like spring savings at the Home Depot, where you can find appliances for your kitchen and laundry, all with top-of-the-line technologies to make your life easier. Get the appliances you need at our best prices of the season. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this husband and wife in Arizona, John and Angie, they started a nonprofit called Low Crawl Hugs so that they could give Marines hugs. Now, some people might find that a little creepy, hugging strangers, but they also give out cupcakes and pizza. And what they do is they show up on base when these Marines are coming back from boot camp, which is grueling, emotional, exhausting, tired. And a lot of Marines, when they come back, They have family waiting for them, so they get maybe some food and some hugs and some love. But some come back and no one is there waiting. So that's where John and Angie come in, and they pass out those hugs to Marines that need it or the snacks and the treats. What's it called again? Low crawl hugs. Why is it called low crawl? Because when you're at boot camp, you do that thing on the ground where you're on your elbows practicing that low crawl. And he was in the Marines, so he knew how that was like the hardest thing for him at camp. Mm. Like, And he got emotional when his son went away to boot camp and had to do the low crawl. I guess just like one of those things that really hit home with him. So that's what they decided to call it. I had to do low crawl. For what? Training for something? Well, let's just say I used to run cables under houses. Oh, (laughs) it's a little different. And it's the crawl space. Mm -hmm. I mean, low crawl. Mm -hmm. And it was awful. (laughs) They'd be like, we're putting a cord down in this room. So I have to get on my belly and crawl. That does look really hard, too. Not the same as that, (laughs) but miserable and scary and gross. Nobody gave me a hug or a cupcake when I got out. I just went to the next house. Come on, come over here. I'll give you one. Oh, thanks, Eddie. All All right, Amy, good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So one of the big stories is that Elon Musk is buying Twitter, and it's a big story because paying so much money for it, $44 billion. He just was like, I like this business. I want to do something with it. I'm going to buy it. Golly, that'd be awesome to be able to buy something. So the question I'm going to pose to you guys, what company would you buy? Let's say you had 50 billion bucks, okay? Now, you're not going to be able to buy Apple with 50 billion. Really? You could. Not enough money? You could. (laughs) Let's not limit our our dreams here. Okay, all right. What company would you buy and how would you change it to make it better? I got a few of them here. First up, I'd buy Uber. And there are little things that I would do. I'd be able to star my favorite drivers so if they were around, I could request them specifically. I like that. That's not even a hard one. Like, I had a great time with this person, star, and then it's like, would you like to see if any of your star drivers are near you? Yeah. If so, maybe you want to wait a few extra minutes so that they can get to you. That's pretty cool. Uber Eats, which, by the way, got a gift card from Eddie from. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where is it? Happy birthday. Where's the what? Where's the gift card? Uh, you used it. Uh, no, I don't. I, uh, Move on with your idea, please. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. I can't find it. It's so why, why, it's in just, a drawer. Just talk somewhere. about your idea. I would say this is what I would do. I want them to take the food and put it on a scale right when they get it, like a little weight scale. And I want to see what that weight is. And then when they get to my house, they weigh it again to prove they hadn't eaten any of it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it needs to be the same scale, though, because sometimes scales are different. Oh, and then you they have a scale it. in their car. Okay. They have a scale in their car. Okay. And I just need to know they're not that's, eating. That's a lot of work. No, it's not. Maybe the scale built into an app on a phone. Yeah. It's in the car. Yeah, so the driver will just eat it, then put it on the scale. No, he's got to do it, it as soon as he gets it. It's on the app on his phone. So okay. you do it, boom, done, and then you give it back to me. Boom, weigh it. 
I see if he's eating any of my I like food. It. Thank you. Instagram. There's a blue check mark for people that have some sort of notoriety. We give a red check mark to the jerks that are always trolling and leaving bad comments for people. Love Hilarious. it. Hilarious. Love it. Like you. And maybe not even a check mark. You give them like a red a thumbs mark. down or, or something. Red thumbs down. Scarlet yes. letter. Yes. Yes. Oh. Uh, <laughs> those are for the cheaters? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to steal any of your companies. I have more, but so I'm going to hold on Mark, mine. You oh, won't okay. get mine. And read, I won't? won't? No you chance. Will okay, Southwest mine. Airlines. Allow flight attendants to duct tape anybody they see as unruly at any time. <laughs> they have they have duct tape on their hips like, doo-woo-woo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ready to go whenever. Yes, let's go. Okay. I don't want to run, run through all mine. Amy, go ahead. Oh, what is yours? Yeah, there's no way you're getting this because I'm buying an entire country. Wait, yeah. No, a company. A company. company. You can't buy a country. Yes, Did you I, misread it? No. I didn't know there was rules. I yeah, thought the rule I just had was to what company something. would you buy and it how would you make it better? Any country. It doesn't say any country. Okay, let's 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 humor her. <laughs> oh my goodness. If the internet is correct, Haiti is worth about eight billion dollars. Oh I'm gonna buy it and then I'm gonna invest about eight billion to clean it up, get all the gangsters out. Fix the roads up so that way I can visit there well, with my like kids. People. That's just like world peace. I'd invest money in that world <laughs> and make sure everybody could eat. Yeah, but I just really want to go back there. No, no, I know, but I don't. Okay. I bet it's there's a not, company that does safe. that. Yes, thank, thank you, Amy. Okay. Well, no, nobody's doing it. Mm, thank you, Amy. I don't see, I don't see anybody else buying it and trying to clean it up. I like that. And I, I, hey, good one. My, my daughter wants to go back. I know, but that's a whole separate thing than mm. this bit. Because I'd buy the world. <laughs> I'm gonna no, make I'm sure gonna, everybody you can't got a coat. No, I'm gonna buy Hawaii. You can't buy the world. Okay, Eddie. Oh, mine's awesome. I would buy NASCAR. I've been watching NASCAR lately, and it's fine. It's fun, but it gets boring. They go over and over in the same circle. I say make it more like Mario Kart, where they get the chance to throw banana peels, uh, turtle shells out, oil slick, whatever, just to make the guy behind them wreck. Like make that. it more of an exciting sport. I like Mario sport. Kart and NASCAR. That's, That's fun. Dangerous. Come on. That's good. Hey, hey showbiz, baby. That's right. Let's make some money. That's showbiz, baby. That's right. <laughs> Lunchbox. Well, I thought about when it, buying the lottery, like oh, the whole yeah. lottery system, but then I couldn't play the lottery. So I had to me- X that out. And I'm going to buy OnlyFans. The site that people get on and do naked stuff. Yes. Okay. Why? Because there are some <laughs> weird ones on there and gross ones that I don't agree with, and I would eliminate them, and I would recruit more hotties. Mm. A lot of the people on OnlyFans are just semi-hot. I would go after the what super hot and pay a bigger salary to bring more business to it. Okay. Okay. And he'd want and, to be hands-on, uh, too. Okay. And I would like to buy MTV. Okay. Because I would bring the real world back. <laughs> I would bring road rules back. And also, 16 and pregnant hadn't been on in a long time. They have teen mom now, but they don't have 16 and pregnant. I would go back out and find 16-year-olds that are pregnant and put oh them on TV. They only, they only show... <laughs> going to jail. Yeah, a couple things so here. Bad. A couple things here. That's creepy. No. I just want to acknowledge that it, by it, saying that statement's creepy. No, no, no. I just want to acknowledge that. It gave su- such good ratings to MTV. That they don't I, make it anymore. That, well, I don't know what happened to that. <laughs> yeah. they, secondly, they only show one show on MTV now, basically. It's the show Ridiculousness. Yes, and that is It's just, all day, every day. And it's a sh- terrible show. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Hey, Morgan, if you had Elon Musk money... What company would you buy and how would you make it better? I would buy NASA and share all of the details about aliens so we can all finally get that information and go on expeditions so we can discover other planets. Wow, that's cool. Love it. Had the same exact one. I'm going to let you you my company, Morgan. Yes. And I'm going to outbid you. You don't know if she has more money than you. That's true. I made made the rules up. (laughs) Uh, I got a couple more here. Ray, do you have one, by the way? 
Yeah, I'm going with Pizza Hut, and I'm bringing back some of the old favorites that they just took off the menu for whatever reason. Nice. The New York style was amazing. Bring that pizza back. Also, allow me to have Chicago-style uh, Chicago pizza without going to Chicago. I want that to be in Nashville. A lot of the Pizza Huts now don't deliver for whatever reason, so we're going to have the biggest fleet of drivers that are going to bring your pizzas Uber to Uber Eats, you. buddy, I already bought them. I'll help you out. We'll, we'll team up. I and also, they only deliver, but go ahead. Not by me. <laughs> Uh, move where I am. And anyways, the Pizone, please. It's so easy to eat for lunch. It's off the menu and the flavored sauces. Where did they go? It's all coming, baby. Okay. Um, I buy Apple. Since we can now do that, I'd make the iPhones come with chargers and headphones again. Yes. If they don't oh. anymore. You got to buy yeah. them separately. I'd buy Marvel, and I'd take all those movies that I love, and I'd make them an hour and 30 minutes. And then... <laughs> shorter. Yeah. Yeah. This is too dang long. And then YouTube. I would take the no 30-second ads for a 15-second clip. Mm-hmm. You're going to show me 30 second ad. The video needs to be at least three minutes. So there you go. Nice. Thank you. Good job, though, everybody. So do you think you'll ever buy one of those? Yeah. Never. No. So which one was the best pitch? Probably Haiti, right? If I. Okay, hater. <laughs> but hey, countries are, co- countries are businesses. And he was like, I buy the solar system and make solar system peace. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no fighting in my solar system. I hate y'all. Okay. <laughs> it is important to save money, right? We're all trying to do a little thing here, a little thing there. And if you got a small business, inflation's not doing you any favors right now. It's harder than ever to stay profitable. If you're looking for a way to cut costs, mailing and shipping is a great way to start. You know, here at the Bobby Bone Show, we love simple, we love easy. We use stamps.com to send out prizes and our mail. It could not be easier. Stamps.com is so great. It is so easy. It is going to save you money. It's going to save you time. It's going to save you stress. You get discounts you'll never find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS It's all about Stamps.com. So stop overpaying with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code BONES for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments, no long-term contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click the microphone at the top of the page. Enter the code BONES. Stamps.com. eBay, Etsy, whatever you're doing. Stamps.com. Enter the code BONES. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., 
I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, this is Maya in Springfield, Missouri, who left us a voicemail last night. I'm calling because I'm a totally huge Sonic fan, and recently my Sonic app got hacked. So I have a question. When I look at the Sonic app, it looks like the people who hacked my account also tipped their car hop on my app. So is it a good thing that they hacked my app and could help somebody else, or should I be super offended that not only did they take my money, but they also used it to tip somebody. It's not a good thing they hacked your app. <laughs> Never a good thing. Lunchbox got his Uber app hacked, and that ain't a good thing. No, when you get 44 charges from Uber on your account, not a good thing. But yeah. they did at least tip. At least they weren't a mean hacker. That's funny. There's, they have a little bit of a heart. <laughs> if I'm a judge, maybe I give them a little bit of leniency, but still, that wasn't even their money they tipped. Uh-huh. You know, I got a message from LifeLock two days ago that said your information is on the dark web. One of your apps has been hacked. What? And I won't tell you which one it is. But I went and changed my password immediately, and nothing was stolen from it. But that LifeLock works. Wow. Yeah. Because they said, your name and password and information is on the dark web. We just found it. You need to go and change it. They called it the dark, the dark web? Yeah. Wow. It's on the dark web. Interesting. So, I don't know that I'd give this person any leniency for hacking. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't and their if money. if I'm going to try to hack something, I'm going to try to go, I'm gonna go bigger. <laughs> and I have no problem tipping with your money. I'd give a big tip. Uh, and hope maybe I guess the thing is if you get your money back maybe you don't take that tip back <laughs> leave that tip oh yeah right the yeah, person leave, still works leave that tip yeah. uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us this morning I do want to talk about this there's a study that says most people when they start dating someone they fake healthy eating they fake like oh I just I like to give me a you know salad grilled chicken but in reality they're not near as healthy but my question is what did you fake early on 
to kind of lure your person in. And I'll go first. I probably faked with Caitlin that I was a little more fun than I really am. <laughs> That's funny. You were down to do more. I was not. like, I love it, adventures. Let's do adventures. <laughs> Let's do some laughing. Let's just do stuff. Spur of the moment. You must have been exhausted. I'm so, oh, man. I'm so spontaneous. Uh, smash cut. No, I just want to stay home. <laughs> Give me some internet. So I think she thought I was a little more interesting in that way. A, a hike? I can't get enough hikes. Oh, and no. Now? now? I don't even want to walk to the driveway to get the Uber Eats. Um, so that's probably how I faked a little bit with Caitlin. I acted a little more interesting than I probably was. Uh, you, Amy? Um, I acted like, because he was in the military, Air Force, and had to live other places, that I'd quit my job right away and move with him. Oh, so you, you, you lied. That's I, not an acting lie. lie. That's a lie. <laughs> well, I That's thought you saying, I'm going to do something. Yeah. I mean, I was just buying time to see what would really happen. But I mean, I, I mean, I think I was even faking myself out. And then when it came down to it, I was like, well, we can work something out. So we ended up looking at his deployment schedule and I was like, look, you're going to be in Afghanistan. I can live with my mom. So we didn't live together our first two years of marriage. And, but you did move with him to North Carolina. I think I tried to quit the show like three times, mm-hmm. and he was a part of that equation, and I'm still here. And I kept building her <laughs> studios in different places, like, you ain't going anywhere. One time we had a whole going away party for her. Oh, yeah. And then we built our studio in North Carolina. Yeah, and he was like, what the? Eddie? <laughs> uh, for sure, me, it was that I was cleaner than I really am. I, when she'd come to my apartment, she would always say, like, oh, my gosh, this is the cleanest guy's apartment I've ever been to. Like, it's spotless. But now, I mean, I just throw my clothes everywhere. I don't clean. And so she's like, that was totally fake. Lunchbox? Money. We'd go out to dinner and she'd order a glass of wine. I'd be like, we'll just get the whole bottle. And I just because, you know, no big deal. I didn't even like wine. I don't even like wine. But I'd be like, yeah, we'll just get the whole bottle. And I'm sitting there going, it's not good. I'm going to pay that whole <laughs> bottle. But hey, girl, you go ahead and get that whole bottle. And we'd go to the bar. She'd order a well drink. I'm like, no, get a top shelf. Oh. Yeah, you know, get the really expenses throw. out there, huh? Yeah. And man, it would be like, oh, that. What about now? Now, she didn't, we have separate money, so it doesn't matter. She oh. pays for herself. Oh, but at, at that point, I was trying to impress her and be like, whoa. But then once we started getting down to it, it's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to pay for everything for the rest of your life. Uh, Scuba, didn't you fake being rich and you took out all your 401k? Yeah, very similar to Lunchbox. Yeah, but I yeah, I cashed in my 401k, so I had money to spend while we were first dating. He tried. To, it says now, you're now wife. My now wife. He I was cashed looking- out his what? 401k to try to impress her. Oh my On God. what kind of stuff, though? Um, so what, I was living in San Francisco, and it's very expensive to go out there. So it was like dinners and tickets to a show and movies and a little uh, getaway vacation in Napa, that kind of Oof. stuff. And, but it worked, though, because I feel like it's okay in a sense because it then, not saying she's shallow and needs money, but it allows me to take her around. And while we're doing these things, she gets to know me and my personality. Otherwise, she would probably never go out with me because we couldn't go anywhere. When did you have to reveal to her that you were not... <laughs> Well, well, I, I wanted to be gentle about my words. When did you reveal that that was a bit of a facade? Uh, it was about when the money started to run out, which was about three or f- <laughs> three, three or four months. And then she was like, hey, come out and see me in the East Bay. And I was like, well, I can't afford a, uh, a fare on the on the subway to get out there and see you. Can you Venmo me? Or at the time, can you oh, send money to my God. checking account to come what? see you? Dang, you, would ask your, you would ask your wife to send you money. So, <laughs> so I'd come see her. I couldn't oh see her. She, she lived 45 minutes away. I had no car. I had to rely on public transportation that I couldn't afford anymore. So you went from taking her on vacations to Napa to can you pay for my train ride? Yes, to come and see you. And she's still, she still married you, but you got yes. her by then. Yeah, well, I had her by then. The silver lining, too, was in. She looked at my finances and my credit score and helped clean me up. Uh, and I, she helped great. clean you up. She helped clean me Did up. Did she pay off any of your debt? 
she didn't pay off my debt, but she put a system together, like a Dave Ramsey kind of thing, on how to clear my debt. So it actually worked out great for me. So you lured her in <laughs> to do your dirty work. <laughs> Pretty, I mean, not really, but yes. Wow. Uh, Raymundo, what'd you lie to your now wife, Bay, about? Yeah, I would have to say my height for the first six months that I dated her, I was always wearing cowboy boots, which would give me a solid three inches. And then I distinctly remember in the relationship down the road, she goes, I, I didn't have any shoes on at the apartment. She was like, you're actually kind of short. And I was like, yeah, I mean, this is my height. But I didn't realize, I mean, yeah, I'd been rocking boots for a while. Ray was in boots or laying down, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who said everybody's same height? Ray said that everybody's same height laying down? That is creepy, but fitting. So yes. All right. Thank you, guys. I can't believe Scuba spent a 401k. I know. That story but, but it worked. Sad. It was an investment, right? It was a great investment. It was a great yeah. investment. All right. This is Scott in Ohio who wants to talk about the storage unit that Lunchbox and I bought. I just wanted to call and say those unmentionable in your storage unit are from the curse of the squirrel. Think about that. Have a good day, guys. So... Lunchbox's new nickname is Squirrel. No, it's it, not. We're it not is. going with that. So we bought a storage unit, but we can't say what's all in it because we think the person was up to no good, mm-hmm. some shady illegal stuff, what we found in it. And so this guy says it's the curse of the squirrel, which is the haunted doll. A lot of curses and a lot of nicknames. Yeah. Oh, and you're yeah. Squirrel. And you're our Squirrel. No, I'm not Squirrel. If you see Lunchbox out and about, be like, Squirrel, <laughs> what up? No, we're not doing that. The reason is because the guy went and looked at Lunchbox's picture and was like, you're not big enough to be a Lunchbox or like your voice. You're more like a squirrel. And we all thought it was pretty funny. Pretty funny. Yeah. Thanks for that call. If you want to leave us a voicemail, 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number. Let's play one more here. Hey, Bobby. Just wanted to let you all know that I received my WWE developmental contract, and I'm excited to know you're a big wrestling fan, so thought I would give you a call. Love the show. That's some serious physical work right there. He's going to be a wrestler? Well, he's got a contract to develop. That's crazy. That's awesome. Introducing the first ever Hyundai Ioniq 5. This thing has all the tech you would ever want. It's fully electric inside and out. Your journey at its most evolved. The Hyundai Ioniq 5. Extremely limited availability. Available in select states only. Contact your Hyundai dealer for availability details. The Here's Amy's pile of stories. Looks like 92% of people think they're a good neighbor. Would you put yourself in that category? You just exist. Yeah, right? I don't. <laughs> I don't know my neighbors. Yeah, and I never have been a guy to go knock on a door and be like, "Heidi ho, neighbor." You're right. So I think if there was a fire, I would help, but I don't know them, so I would just say that I'm a C neighbor. Well, if you're looking to improve your neighborly interactions, I have a list of the top things that make a good neighbor. I just want people in my business, you know? Right, me yeah, too. but this is more, this is how I grew up. This list of me, things, well, me this too. is how I grew up. That's how and I then grew now up too. I'm like, why do we not have this? With some of my neighbors, I have it. Other neighbors, they don't even wave at me. Mm-hmm. Whether, well, some of your neighbors told you to get out of the town or well, something, didn't they? No. <laughs> what did she tell you? Like, she what? sent you a letter. She was like, you were all talking about oh, you. Yeah, the whole that, town's talking about you. Yeah, that was it. My old neighborhood, that was a. That was a rough time. I forgot about that. Well, what did she tell you? That hurt my feelings more than I really think I allowed it at the time. She basically sent me an email and said that she there she's from Nashville. She's used to being around famous people. And I basically paraphrasing, I need to get over myself and I'm rude. <laughs> and when I'm walking, I can wave and that I'm too good for them. And that and she signed it for the from the whole neighborhood, basically. Oh, wow. She signed it, da 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 moms. 
Like it was her and They had a meeting about Amy. All right, we're going to send this letter. Yeah, so then that made me super self-conscious walking around my neighborhood. Amy's just waving all the time like a parade. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is not who you are, obviously. No, I just, I didn't notice she was waving. And then she asked at the bottom if our kids ever wanted to hang out, let her know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what? All right, what's the list here how to be a good neighbor? Accept packages or deliveries for neighbors that are away. They drop some off at my house sometimes for neighbors accidentally. And then mm. you go return it to the neighbor? Yeah. Okay, that's okay. good. Good neighbor. Yeah. Okay, keep an eye out on your neighbor's home. Does it count returning if I just tell the guy who brings it, this is not mine, you dropped it off yesterday? <laughs> not really. Does that, oh, it doesn't? You could go physically over to the neighbor's house and no, knock no, and no, say, no. hey, I got your package. I'm not going to do that, but I tell the guy, hey, you, this is not for me, I think it's for the house next door. <laughs> You're supposed to do okay. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, yeah. Like neighborhood watch, keep an eye on your neighbor's house. Another one, warn your neighbors before you have a party. Of course. That's nice. I don't. Water their plants or feed their pets no, if no, they're what? away. Massage them as they sleep. This is the dumbest <laughs> list I've ever heard. No, All and right. then this one's good. Offer to split cost of things. For example, like fencing on the property line, which we just had to have that done with one of our neighbors. Not a fence, but this like plumbing issue. And we emailed them, hey, you want to split the cost? And they said yes. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Wow. You're a good neighbor. Okay. Um, to my neighbors out there, let's just... If we need each other, let's exist in each other's lives. If not, let's just be cool. <laughs> okay. Right? All right. A four-year-old boy in Ohio used his grandma's phone to place an Uber Eats order. He'd seen his family use the app before, so he knew exactly what to do, and he ordered $230 worth of goodies from Starbucks and Dunkin'. I felt that. Uh, and he even left a $32 tip. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. So nice. Nice job, kid. <laughs> in a recent interview, Luke Bryan talked about working at his dad's peanut mill after college. They were 15-hour days that left him so wrung out, he said it felt like he'd been in a gang fight. I don't know how he. How knows. does he know what a gang fight felt like? <laughs> yeah, that, I was confused yeah. on that part, but he still went out and played gigs and concerts on the weekends. That, that was his grind. That was his hustle. And I don't know. I was just thinking, like, have you? What's your most physically grueling job? Mm, I got a bunch of them because I did all I did was labor. I mean, roofing houses. Oh, that sounds having terrible. to carry shingles up and down ladders. Yeah, doing clean off with, in the heat. Yeah, awful. I mean, awful, awful for all day long. And you're clean up, clean off, and clean up crew at first. So you're tearing shingles off, and then you have to go down and pick them all up. Terrible. And I've worked maintenance on a golf course. I worked in a marina, having to fix boats, having to move boats. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, feel bad for me, America. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Brad Hurt is a nurse. Yes, he's a male nurse. He's out. Why do you have to say yes, he's a male nurse? There are a lot of male nurses that doesn't need. Interesting. I'm just saying he's out. You won't believe it. (laughs) He's a nurse and he's got a ding dong. (laughs) Some people think only women are nurses, but it's not true. No, they don't. (laughs) So he lives in Minnesota and he's out to lunch. And as he's paying his bill, he's walking out of the restaurant when he hears, are there any nurses or doctors in here? Nurse or doctor? And he runs around the corner, and there's a baby choking. He's like, I'm a nurse. Yes, I'm a male. And okay. he goes, no, he didn't okay. say, yes, All I'm a male. Right. That is not true. And he gets the baby. Uh, uh. Heimlich maneuver. Yeah. Saved the baby's life. First time in his 10-year career he's ever used the Heimlich. You know, I got to prepare for that. Why? Just doing the Heimlich? No. going to be a doctor? Are there any doctors here? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> you know. You hide. And that's when you say, yeah, honorary doctorate. <laughs> Like I go, just, uh, are you real or honorary? Because <laughs> I'm not real. Like, I mean, and it's also of the arts, right? Is hey, it doctors of doctors? I say, <laughs> it, they just say, are there any doctors here? Uh-huh. That's what they say. They don't say if there's any honorary doctor. Yeah, they're mean, not like you're gonna waste time by describing or explaining who you they're are. They're like, he's dying. We need someone quick. Are there any doctors? I jump up. Well, well let me explain to you what happened. Right? <laughs> you give him your credentials and everything. <laughs> Good for him. What's his name again, Lunchbox? His name is Brad Burt. 
And he is a male nurse. Just a nurse. nurse. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Just a nurse. Okay. He's a nurse, not a male. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail from Melissa in Virginia. So I just had my first body water from Sonic. Oh my gosh. My expectations were not very high, but it's amazing. You can hear my son in the background crying because he can't taste it. It's delicious. I feel like body water should be on the menu so I don't have to awkwardly ask for all of the ingredients and have them, I'm sure, look at me cross-eyed. Um, anyway, that's all. Thanks. All right, thank you. I call them Caitlin Waters now. Because? Well, I, uh, I don't know. Oh, is it because you learned about because... it from her? Well, I, oh, well, it was kind of the Steve Jobs, you know, other guy, Wozniak situation. But <laughs> he did all the work, and then mm. Jobs marketed it. Uh-huh. Well, hey, you're the marketer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I called it Caitlin Bobby, Caitlin slash Bobby Water. But everyone else can call it Bobby they Water. Call, they should probably call it Caitlin Water. If you tag me in it, say Caitlin Water. Uh, but yeah, go to Sonic, get a water, have them put nerds in the water, and then put strawberries and cherries. And next thing you know, voila, man, nerds are such an underrated candy. And by candy, I mean straight sugar. But (laughs) crystallized sugar. That's it right there. Thank you for the call. Everybody go to Sonic for sure. Okay, let's go and do the investigative morning corny. The morning corny. We have 90 seconds to figure out this joke. You guys ready? Ready. Ready. Amy, go. What is it called when a cow spies on you? Cow spying. Moo. Moo. Spot. Moo. Beef. Spot. Spies on you. Spies on you. Watching. Moo. Stalking. Moo. Stockyarding. Uh, graze. graze. Milk. A cow. Beef. Moo. Patty. Beef. Bull. Uh, beef. Spies. Hamburger. Calves. Beef. What are what? Are, hot, um, beef steak. Steak. Mean uh, filet mignon. Filet. Filet. Ribeye. 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 Ribeye is good. Ribeye. T-bone. <laughs> T-bone steak Man. out. New York strip. T-bone steak out. T-bone steak out. Steak oh, out. Steak out. Steak out. Dang, or, or, or what was the other one you said? Ah, uh, New York uh, steak. Ribeye. Yeah, ribeye. Steak. Ribeye. Private ribeye. Private. What is it called when a cow spies on you? It's got to be a steak out. Right, because does can you make steaks out of anything else? I don't know. No. Yes, you can. You make like oh, tuna they're, not real, steaks. they're not real steaks. I make a steak out of carrots. I've I, seen some crap at some restaurants. Cauliflower <laughs> steak. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, cauliflower steak. Yeah, I'm telling you, they'll oh, do that out of whatever. No. Okay. It has to be what, that steak out. Steak what you out. Oh, a cow spies on you. A steak out. Hit it. The morning corny. What is it called when a cow spies on you? What. A stakeout. Yeah! Good job, boys. Clear eyes, full hearts. Get loose. Wow, wow, wow. That was good. On the phone is Jennifer, who lives in Fort Worth, Texas. Hey, Jennifer, we're talking about Amy because, you know, Tuesday of next week, she's going to do part of the show, but then she's got to catch a flight because you know where she's going. Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> Jennifer, what do you want to say to Amy? Morning, studio. Morning. So I just want to give Amy a couple of tips. Um, and um, I'm an actress as well. I've been doing this for probably about three, four years. Um, and I know one of the things that works easiest for me is if you record yourself. There's a couple of different apps you can get that will help you record yourself to practice your lines by yourself. Um, if you don't have someone to do it with you. But if you record yourself and then just consistently listen to it, it almost turns it into like a subliminal message where 
it comes second nature. Mm. But the other reason why it's really important to have your lines memorized is especially if you're going to Hollywood and it's a big time movie, you can get there and they might have changed the script some. So uh, you definitely want to have your lines memorized in case there are any alterations that it's easier for you to kind of um, fix those on the fly. Um, But also, if you get there and they want to give you a script and you already have your script, you still want to take that script from them because, again, there could be changes in there that you don't know of. Okay, I'm going to roll in there like a true professional because of those tips. Well... When you go to Hollywood, Which, are you ready? They've already emailed me four different script versions. Oh boy! So things so, are changing. We asked you how many lines you had in this movie. Yeah. What's the answer? Well, there's like 20 different sections of the script I've been given where I'm highlighted. So I come in like 20 different times. But how many times do you talk? Why can't you how answer that question? How many lines do you have to memorize? It's well, each little summer paragraph is oh so like five sentences. Does that count? Is That's five each lines. Sen- okay, so five lines in there. Well then, oh, like over thirty something. Wow, <laughs> Amy's going to dominate Hollywood. <laughs> wow. But also, just some scenes where I have to just be there, like okay, at a you have thirty lines listening. That stuff's easy. That's the, the listening, the being a background. The, that's easy. There's one I was trying to practice it last night with my daughter. She was playing a character, and I was behind a door, and I have to kind of pop my head in. You know, so I was trying to pop my head in naturally. Oh, hate to interrupt. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know who's not ready for Amy? <laughs> Hollywood! Hey, yeah. you coming? Wow. Yeah. So, what, did, what else are you doing? To practice? Yeah. I'm writing down over and over. I'm just writing my lines, and then... Also, I reached out to Lunchbox. For? He's the only person in our group that has taken acting lessons in the last year. Really? I mean, I feel like this is I mean, is I've kind acted of... in movies yeah. and, and big TV shows before. Oh. We didn't, you don't come but on here. But you go to Lunchbox? Because he's taking some Zoom classes? <laughs> well, I didn't know he might have fresh tips. What's your tip, Lunchbox? No, no, no. My tip is, hey, I should have got the role. Oh, right. come on. That's why he hasn't gotten back to me. Oh, you're ignoring her because... Well, I sent him a text, and I haven't heard back. Do you think she's ready, Lunchbox? No. No, I mean, the way she sent me, she sent me a voice text. She didn't send me a text. It was a voice text, and it was like on and on and on, and it was like basically begging, begging me to help her. Like what? Do do an example of what she said. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so in over (laughs) my head. I'm desperate. I need you. I need your help. Okay, okay, that's exaggerating much. Well, maybe you guys after the show while you're in the same room can work on something today. Okay. You're gonna do, you know what you're going to do so good? Hollywood! <laughs> you're going to win an Oscar in Hollywood. Oscar. Okay. Uh, Amy's leaving Tuesday. She's going to be gone some next week. But it's so exciting. She's got a movie role in Hollywood. <laughs> it is springtime, which means more of us will be outside enjoying that beautiful weather. And when we get a nice day, boy, we take advantage of it now, right? And with the nice weather comes gardening season. Maybe this is your deal. Whether you're looking to start a garden or you want to re-up, you want to keep it going, you got to get some new supplies. Go see my friends at Tractor Supply. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. You're going to love Tractor Supply. They have everything you need to make your garden thrive this spring. Your local Tractor Supply has great values on all the essentials and a great selection of seeds and plants and soils and fertilizers and mulch, plus supplies like planters, gloves, garden tools, carts. You didn't even know they had all this. 
if you've always wanted some fresh eggs for your backyard. Tractor Supply has you covered because they carry many different types of chickens with different breeds in store each week. The best part about Tractor Supply, well, other than their selection, is their staff. Friendly, knowledgeable, they're there for you. Also at Tractor Supply, same-day delivery and curbside pickup. Shop now, online, in-store, or on the Tractor Supply app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lunchbox is being a little weird this morning. He said he didn't want to come into work. And he's always said he wouldn't come into work if he won the lottery. And he also said he had some clips that he wanted to play and dedicate a segment to this. So, okay, let's see what's on his mind here. Uh, the Powerball jackpot was last night. It was half a billion dollars. Woo! Uh, someone won. Could it be Lunchbox? That's the question. I don't feel like he won the big one. But he, maybe he won something else. Uh, here is... Some, here are some clips. Now, what's happening here? So I went around. You know, I go to different gas stations just to, you know, make sure I switch up my luck. And I walked into one gas station, and I just felt it. I felt this was the gas station that I needed to buy the most tickets at. And when I went in there and I ordered my tickets, I said a prayer. You were drawn to this gas station? Yeah. Like something. And this is what a lot, a lot of people say. Yes. Either it was an accident or for some reason they felt like they needed to go here. Okay. And he, why so, are you praying to all these weird things? No, no, I'm... I'm Storage locker gods. Yeah. Yes, and now the lottery gods. Okay. okay. Here is Lunchbox go, going into the gas station. I need 20 Powerball quick pits. Okay, but before we do it, we need to say a prayer, though, because I need to win. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Dear lottery gods, please, please... Bless me. Bless me. It's half a billion dollars. It's half a billion dollars. And I need I need to quit my job. I, I need to live on an island. I need to have so much cash I can wipe my butt with it instead of using toilet paper. Dear lottery gods, please, please let this be my night. Can I get an amen? Amen. No, come on. Can I get an amen? Amen. No, can I get an amen? Okay, that worked. <laughs> She's oh got to be thinking, what's happened? What? Why is this random guy doing this right now? And she, I have to say amen <laughs> to his crap. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just trying to finish my work day. She's like, I don't pray to lottery gods. But also, I, I feel like we always have to bring up whenever he's doing this audio and saying prayers at the locker place or here, he always talks like this. I got to quit my job. <laughs> I gotta, dear, amen. Like, it's just, yeah. he, I don't know this voice that I he goes I think he, into. he like goes it's to old pastor. school preacher mode. Yeah, yeah. go yeah, preacher yeah, mode. Yeah, yeah. When he's and I say, yeah. Are I, you with me, lottery gods? <laughs> but he does it at the grocery store. I know, when he's I, not know I know, I know. And he's just like, anytime he's in a clip, he just changes. It's like that old uh, Jim Baker type stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he's sweating up. <laughs> he's got the handkerchief. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she had to be a little weirded out, but she played along. Yeah, she played along. She went over to the machine. Do, 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 do. Zoom, 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 zoom. Prints the tickets out. And how'd you feel right then? Oh, I'm feeling good. I'm like, this is the moment. Those are the numbers he felt that it. are going to bring me half a billion dollars. She comes back, sets them on the counter, and she's about to charge me. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm. Before you charge me, I need you to bless these tickets. Oh, 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 okay. All right, now, can you, well, you got to bless those tickets. Like, say, say something for me. Come on. <laughs> So somebody, you gotta bless those tickets. Are you gonna bless me? Yes, I'm gonna bless you. Come on, let's do this. Let's touch the tickets together. Ticket God, I hope he hit tonight. Ticket God, did you hear? Say it one more time with some love. That was a lot of love. I know, but a little bit more love. Come on. Ticket, come on. Even if this was four dollars. Oh, you didn't? No, no, no. You're no. Oh man, you added that at four dollars. 
I thought you were blessing it for the millions. I was. But. I said even if you only get $4. Okay. High five. Let's go. Let's get rich. Yeah. You didn't do the whole Billy Graham thing that time. Mm, I heard it a little You did a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I get a win? I mean, she blessed yeah. my ticket. Also weird. It had to be the first time she's ever been asked to bless something. So the drawing happens. Do you watch it live or do you watch it on the internet? No, no, no. I just look up the numbers after. Okay. And guys, oh. let's just say prayers work. When you pray, things come true. So, like you better believe in the power of prayer. People. Well, we already believe no, in that, do. but I'm talking about for dumb things. I don't know. <laughs> when like you said I need gods. to quit my job, I need to wipe my butt with money. <laughs> I don't know that anybody's listening to that prayer. Go ahead, lunchbox. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you have a ticket that won you any money at all? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, so you get wrapped up. I was in the moment. I know. Next okay. thing you do, you get wrapped up. No. <laughs> Why didn't you want to say it, man? No, man. Not no, a reason don't let to say it. Okay, you. okay. If you're feeling it, you feel it. <laughs> Did you? Uh, that was close. Somebody's going to hell here. Okay. Lunchbox. Did you have a ticket that won you over $5? No! Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Is... Wait, what? Okay, so he Why won. did we just do that? What? Why are you? Why did you do this? Well, that thing? just ended quick. We gave the whole. This is why I don't give him bits. You know, sometimes he's <laughs> like, "You got to give me this bit." And I'm like, "I don't." Okay, go ahead, guys. Not only did that that woman bless my tickets, she jinxed me. No, I won four dollars. <gasps> That's no hilarious. Four dollars. Four dollars. She was right. Like she. What do you call that, Amy? What do you always say? Uh, Come manifest. to fruition. Man, she manifested. Manifested it. She prayed to the <laughs> lottery weird. gods, and she said, "Only if he wins four dollars." And, and I won four dollars. Hilarious. That's what you get. There are no lottery gods. No, no. no. Obviously, there are. They were listening. And if she would have said <laughs> five hundred million, I would have won five hundred million. So you got to go back to her next time, find her working, and make her say that. Yeah, because clearly she has the she, power. She has the... she has the power. What if she's the missing link to all oh, of your dreams? Wow. I'm gonna go back the next time, and I'm gonna say, "Listen." Remember last time when you said $4? I need you to say the exact amount this time because you have the power to make the lottery gods listen. Well, the Powerball jackpot was won last night, $473 million in Arizona. Dang. So, oh, wait, Arizona? Mm-hmm. I do have family in Arizona. <laughs> I don't really talk to them, but maybe they'll... The jackpot will now drop back down to $20 million, but that probably ain't enough for you, is it? Not really. But you'll play? I'll play. <laughs> yeah. It's a little disappointing after having to have a chance so, at half a billion dollars. One person won it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One I mean, they could be in a pool. You just don't know. It's one ticket. Yeah. One ticket. That's, that's, yeah, right. One that's ticket. a good point. Yeah. But still. Oh, oh gosh. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. You never know. Can you wipe your butt with uh, 20 million? I wouldn't. Or, okay. The 20 no, million go I'm quick, not, man. No, that's not even yeah. in my. Well, Lunchbox, I'm sorry you didn't win. And I'm sorry yeah. I dedicated a whole segment to this. <laughs> but especially because you only won $4. I thought he was going to be like, I won 300. And we but I showed you the power of prayer. And blessing. I don't need to be shown that. Oh, well, and some people do. Some what, people how did believers. you show me? That she prayed for $4 and I got $4. She said, it, okay, I don't want to spend more time with this. We, she we said good? even if it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. $4. All right, sorry, Lunchbox, you didn't win. Thank you. I guess I'll keep working. Keep, that's not yeah. working. <laughs> no, he means like working for a living. Yeah. Here. Oh, Showing it here. Got it. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Sam Roker, she's from Philadelphia. She's a full-time nurse, and she decided to run the Boston Marathon, but in her scrubs so she can qualify as the fastest nurse marathon runner. And she did. She now holds the record for the fastest marathon as a nurse 
she ran it in two hours and 48 minutes, and that beats the previous three hours and eight minutes. I don't know what that means. I've never ran a marathon. Is that fast? Amy, what'd you run yours in? Uh, four hours and 35 minutes. Okay, that's fast. <laughs> or, or Amy's real slow. What are you? What, what I are you? ran the whole time. No, no, I know. I don't know. I also I, don't know how fast a marathon is supposed I, to be. I, I was average, I think. I wasn't fast. I wasn't super slow. I think super slow would be like six hours. The one thing that I like about nurses that I wish I had that they did with the scrubs. I wish I could wear them to work every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't envy much of what they do, which is why I'm so appreciative of what they do, because they are doing, as my grandma would say, the Lord's work. Yeah. But wearing scrubs is pretty cool. When I see them at the grocery store and scrubs, I'm like, wow, that's a cool nurse you right there. You can wear scrubs. Well, I know I won't but go to jail, would he? but I don't even know where to get them. Oh, they, <laughs> have they have stores that stores. just sell scrubs. Yeah. It's like, called like Scrub Store. I mean, I do wear yeah. sweats to work most days, so it's yeah. close. Figs. But scrubs are legit. Yeah. Well, right. Sam also ran the marathon so she can raise awareness for PTSD and a lot of stress and mental uh, illness that nurses do go through because of their job is so hard. So she raised $45,000 wow. that goes towards mental health. Cool. Pretty cool. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Melissa is on, and we were talking a couple segments ago about Lunchbox. He played the lottery, spent a bunch of money. The woman told him, hey, I hope you win at least $4. And of all that money he spent, how much did you $300. You, how much did you win? $4. Right. <laughs> so you spent 300 but you didn't win 304 Right, I won 4 Right. Right, you get 4 back. Yes. Uh, Melissa, what's your question about this one, Lunchbox? Um, that was my question, was how much he spent um, total yesterday on buying the ticket. And your question probably is, he didn't win $4. He made 4 bucks back towards what he spent. <laughs> right, yes. I mean, if you want to think of it negatively, you can think like that, but <laughs> it, it is. I won $4. Like, I have a ticket <laughs> in my pocket. I go to the gas station. Okay. I can buy two more tickets, or I can get $4 cash. Right, let's talk about this. So how much did you spend? 300. I bought 150 tickets. Right. Just hit me with the number here. This we're going to do easy math. You spent 300. Okay. You made back 4. Your grand total loss is um nothing. No, you lost money. <laughs> no, you money. lost $296. In your guys' eyes. No, no, no. He no. doesn't like to be negative. Right. Oh my goodness. Stop with the negativity. Melissa, that's a great point. I appreciate you calling because I failed to mention no, thank you for taking my call thank right. you guys yeah guys we try to keep it positive on this no, show no, no, you guys it's keep not... bringing negative <laughs> data is not positive or negative it, it can ju- be negative no no it it's exists just facts. oh <laughs> melissa thank you uh let's go to eric in louisiana who's on the phone and this will be the last call about this for now but eric you're free to talk to lunchbox what's going on Good morning studio morning, morning. yeah uh Lunch lost all that money and only won four bucks because of the doll. Curse of the doll, still on. Any chance, Lunchbox? I mean, it could be, except for that lady prayed and she said $4. So she is the one that said $4 and her prayer came true. So now I have to go back and get her to say a larger amount. Uh, Eric, thank you. Appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. All right, buddy. Uh, One more call because I think this is just so wholesome and heartwarming here on the phone. Uh, This is Tanner in Virginia. Tanner, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I am currently dropping my dog off at camp right now. My fiance is listening, I'm assuming. Um, We're getting married this weekend, and I just wanted to say hey and that I love her. How about that? Look at you. Wow. Hey, how long have you been together? A little over four years. And how did you propose? 
we went to Asheville actually out of the like 28 and blowing wind we were going to go hike so I changed that we actually just had a bottle of wine played cards and I proposed to her there what card game are you playing Phase 10, baby. Mm. Phase 10, that's a good Very one. Very passionate about that game, yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, man, and I hope it's an awesome wedding, and, you know, hope you guys live happily ever after, and if we never talk to you again, you know, hope it's a nice, loving, you know, you die at the same time. Yeah. Exact same time. Yeah. Like, boom. You both go <laughs> one, two. You That'd know? be perfect. And neither one of you are lonely forever. I got it covered, huh? All of it? All eyes? <laughs> Great. All right, Tanner, appreciate that, buddy. Good luck. Hope she's listening. What's her name? Bailey. Did you write your own vows? We're not going to read them out loud. I wrote her a nice letter for the morning of. I like that. Oh, that's L- sweet. A little personal touch. Can you give us a couple lines? Can you wrap no, them? No, it's a surprise. Oh, oh it's a surprise. She's driving on the highway right now. I'm not going to make her cry. Okay. All right, Tanner. Appreciate you, buddy. Have a have a good wedding, and I love that you called. Thanks, y'all. Have a good day. All right, see you, buddy. Um, okay. Let's go over and do the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Uh, Virginia home sells despite a squatter living in the basement. The housing market. That's crazy. All time high. People will buy anything. 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 A home in Fairfax, Virginia just sold despite a squatter living in the basement. The home received five all-cash offers and sold in under a week despite the lower levels being closed due to an unknown basement tenant. (laughs) The property listing noted that buying the home required acknowledgement that the home will convey... There's a person living <laughs> in the lower level with no lease in place. Yeah. What? I'd be afraid they can murder me. Yeah. Morgan. An unnamed buyer purchased a five-bedroom, four-bathroom home for $850,000. So it's even an expensive house. That's crazy. The seller told the listing agent that the stranger in the basement is a woman who helped clean the owner's home three years ago. The owner offered her the basement, but then she never left and will not pay rent. <gasps> this is like that movie we so watched. she lives there. That is from Daily Caller. Well, the movie that you I don't want to spoil it. Is that part of the spoil? Yeah. It yeah, is. Okay, yeah, then I won't yeah, say yeah. anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, a man calls off his wedding because his fiance almost killed his dog. Whoa. It's not common for a wedding to be canceled just before the big day, obviously. Once you get to that point, you're like, we've invested so much money and time. Um, but this guy explains he stayed at his parents' house while his fiance had a bachelorette party at their house. He left their dog there because the dog stays there. And says, hey, just put him in the bedroom once the party starts at the house. The next morning, he got a friend at call that something was wrong with the dog. She had left chocolate and alcohol out. The dog got it. Almost died. Because she was so irresponsible, he broke off the wedding. Eesh. He said he doesn't want to spend his life with someone that is irresponsible. And people agree with him. That's from the sun. They really what? agree with him? This it was is an accident. Yeah. That is, oh. Like, she just had a party. She wasn't thinking, no, no, I get the it. dog going to get the dog. Something you love. No, I yeah, get but that, but... It- Maybe he's looking for a reason to. For I, sure. I think so, yes. But like, I can oh. I can understand being so... If your dog dies or almost dies and you love that dog, mm-hmm. I just don't think you guys have ever loved a dog like I have. I'll no, be no, we have. No, you haven't. It's an accident. <laughs> I heard. No, I haven't. I mean, in haven't. Pl- how old's the dog? How much life doesn't does it matter. really have left? <laughs> you never even and loved then, the dog. Okay. I can hear in your voices. Uh, Thomas Heller was able to buy some cabinets from an elderly couple's estate on eBay. They had them listed. He goes, dang, those are cool. I'll take them. So he got the price to $253. Got the delivery. He opened up one of the little cupboard cabinet situations, and inside was cash that equaled up to $150,000. Which they had secretly hidden away. What? (laughs) Oh, yeah. He took the cash to the cops. No. No. Why'd you guys both go no? No, 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 no. no. Why would he do that? It was determined the money should go to the late owner's grandson. And so it went to the late owner's grandson. Uh, He did get a finder's fee, which is 5,000 bucks. 
It's not bad. It's from LED Bible, but imagine that. 150000 bucks inside some old shelves. That reward's better than the one you got when you returned that money. To the bank? I saw it all. <sighs> all came out of an ATM. Money flies everywhere. I collected it. And I was like, you know what? I don't even want a reward. The poor lady who took it all out just wanted to make sure she had her money. And so she's like, where's my money? And she drove off. And I saw the money. The wind blew it all in the air and blew it. So I got out of the car and I gathered it all. I, all that I could see. Hundreds of dollars that, come out of the, that came out of the ATM. And I walk in and she's just letting that teller have it. Yeah, da, da, beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, whoa, 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 lady. Relax. This is your cash right here. It blew out. The wind. Like, a, like an angel and you I, shut up. And I stopped. I could actually feel other angels surrounding me too. It's a thing. Oh you gosh. walk in with they your other supported angel you. Yeah. And I was like, lady. I was like, here's the cash. I could have driven off. I didn't. I gave it back to her. I said, okay. And as I was walking out, because I don't need, I don't need no reward. Or as the English people, the people that know how to speak the language would say, I don't need a reward. <laughs> but at the time, I don't need no reward. So I head out and they stop me. They say, hey, sir. So yes, what, what's happening? They said, we'd like to give you a reward. And I said, wow, I just returned a lot of money. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that reward. You deserved it. Yeah, it was like a Friday, too. Like, well, it's late Friday. We'll come back Monday. I had all weekend to think about the reward. Oh, man, was there going to be a trip to Fiji? I, never, I didn't know where it was on a map. Maybe they were going to send me to Fiji. Maybe they were just going to give me half the cash. Ooh. There were just so many. I spent all, and you have to understand, I was broke as a joke. I was struggling to pay my 200 bucks a month rent mm-hmm. that we were splitting a condo, like a, a two-layer condo in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. It used to be an apartment, not a condo. Condo sounds cooler. <laughs> we used to call it a condo, yeah, yeah. though. Uh, one bedroom. Mm, well, yeah, Efficiency. <laughs> so we go back and I'm like, oh, we're glad you're here. Here's your reward. Here's 10% off at the old fish restaurant up the street. <laughs> and a hat. And a hat, yeah. And I was That's like, crazy. I was like, you gave me all weekend to think. I, don't need, I didn't even want a reward. This is worse. You let me build up for a weekend and you gave me a hat that says your bank's name and 10% off, which means I have to go spend money to get money. Mm-hmm. How long did you wear that hat? I actually wore it a few times. Pretty good hat. <laughs> yeah. uh, man's been eating raw fish. No, excuse me, raw meat. Even worse. For 166 days. Why? A man just going by John is on day 168 of eating nothing but raw meat. And what's happening to him? <sighs> Trying to prove Anything? something? Yeah, you can, apparently. Yeah. Uh, the CDC warns against this type of diet, saying it can make you sick, but he says he's seeing crazy health benefits from his new diet. So he says, eating raw meat every day. See if I live for five days or 500 years. Well, this is a long-term commitment to follow this guy. Yeah. But he eats it every day. He gets a whole stick. It's from the New York Post. I'm sure. Mm, let me take that back. I'm not sure. I would feel that raw meat's probably fine if it's cleaned. Like washed? It's where it probably gets in trouble is that when it's not washed or it has some E. coli type stuff. Yeah. Because some, like the Heidi Montag was eating raw meat. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So there's like got to a... be something to it that we don't know. From like, yeah, it's like, it's like bison. Bison, yeah. Yeah, bison scrotum or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most loyal employees have been working at the same company for 84 years. Walter, 100 years old, has been working for the same company since 1938. I love it. Making the Guinness Book of World Records. Is that going to be us? No, they'll fire us way before that. We're like we've been fired already. <laughs> Any kind of business we're in, we can be out tomorrow. Uh, so congratulations to that guy, world record. I did get a note last night, and if you go to my Instagram, you will see a picture, a video of me calling the hogs, and it was what we do at Arkansas, that it's the Guinness record for largest hog call of all time. Technically? Like, are you going to register that? Somebody said they were, they were sending it off and that it's nice. going to be recognized as that. The thing is... 
Garth and I both did it that night. I did it first. You did it first. So I think that's why this one is being counted. That's awesome. Because Garth did it too. I'm just being honest here. But because mine was first, I think, and you can go see it on my Instagram. It's 80,000 people calling the hogs, and they they haven't done that. It's never been done at that level because the stadium holds about 70,000. They had more on the field. Right. That's amazing. How cool is that? Yeah, it's there on my Instagram, at Mr. Bobby Bones. Um, aside from that, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central Time, tickets to my comedy show go on sale. It's mostly comedy show, also an inspirational talk. It's like a TED Talk meets a comedy show. If you want to come to this in Nashville, tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. Central tomorrow. Would love for you to come. I'm doing two nights, and I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty good. I haven't seen anything like this, so I think it could really be cool. And if you need that kick in the pants or you need to laugh, get tickets tomorrow. BobbyBones.com, 10 a.m. Central. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. You got to take a closer look at The General Insurance. Get quality coverage at prices that you can afford with The General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com for more. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Did you see the video yesterday of Olivia Wilde, who is Jason Sudeikis' ex-wife? She's now dating Harry Styles. And she was on stage talking about a new movie and... Somebody gave her custody papers? Oh, yeah. Like, served her? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he straight up got her right on stage. Were they real? <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, says yeah. now, he says now he didn't know anything about it, like it was going to happen then. He obviously knew it was happening, but not then. I was so. like, wow, Ted Lasso, that's cruel. Yeah, Ted Lasso goes hard <laughs> in the paint. As they would say. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter explains, Olivia Wilde was on stage talking about her film when she was approached by a stranger and handed an envelope. Marked personal and confidential. That seems like what they do in the movies with yeah. stuff. Yeah. When they walk up, like, you've been subpoenaed. Mm-hmm. You've been served. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. As you can tell, I've never, I don't want to jinx <laughs> but it. You, but oh. they have to say, don't you have to say, are you, like, they would have to come up and say, are you Bobby Bones? But I think and that you might be the movies. Yes. Oh. If they ask me that in real life, I'd be like, no, that's a, <laughs> that's a character I play on the radio. No way. Uh, after realizing what it was, she carried on with her presentation. They say he didn't have any prior knowledge that it would be served like that. Meanwhile, CinemaCon, which is where she was doing it, uh, is reevaluating their security. So they were together 2011 to, two, uh, to 2020. Yeah, they were never formally married. Oh, but they I weren't. think they were engaged for oh. seven years. All right. That's so uh, common, law common law marriage. Law. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Okay. So I saw that. thought that's pretty crazy. There's also a story about Ed Sheeran, and he's going to lead the tribute to the queen. She will be on the throne for 70 years. You got to think that Prince Charles is like, lady. I know. I'd sure like to be the king. <laughs> Before I die. Yeah, anytime. Right. Any, like, tick, tick, tick. Uh, but 70 years, man, that's pretty crazy. And I don't care much about the royals. Like, I haven't, really have no interest at all. But they're doing a thing where it's a musical tribute, and she's picking all these artists, and he's going to do it. But if you were being celebrated like this, let's say we for somehow kept this show going for 20 years. Oh, wow. How long has it been now? I mean, it's you've been doing it for about that. Okay, I mean, because I... Think. Been here 16. Morning show. Oh, no. Yeah. It's almost time for a tribute to me. That's right. Next year. Well, then this is real. Yeah, next year. Tribute to me. Okay. Well, here are the three artists I like to (laughs) do the tribute. First up, Garth Brooks. Of course. I get to pick any three artists living, Garth Brooks. He actually might do it. Yeah. Do you think all of them would do it? I don't know. He's looking. No, but I don't think we're going to have a tribute, to me, honestly. But if we did... Bobby ne- plans it for himself. Next up, <laughs> John Mayer. Stop this train. I want to get off and go home. And by the way, I only let him play ballads. Like, I don't need any of this upbeat stuff. So it's all ballads. And then finally, in my tribute to me, 
I'm going to have Casey Musgraves play. On this broken merry-go-round, round, round we go. Where it stops, nobody knows. Now we're talking. Why can't that just be a show? That sounds like a great tour. You know how much tickets it costs for that tour? <laughs> a lot. So I'm thinking about that could, that could be the tribute. Amy, if you get three artists that would come in and tribute you, who would it be? George Strait, Amarillo by Morning. Well, you can't pick the song. He can. No, he play this. He I didn't get to. to pick songs. <laughs> Just pick the artist. Just pick the artist. Well, he's playing this. Okay. Well, okay. Oh, my goodness. And then Taylor Swift. And he says, Our song is the slam scream door, sneaking out late, tapping on your And then a little more girl power, the chicks. They wouldn't do it. They won't come this on the is, show for some this reason. Is, they won't. No, I've invited them like three times. They always say no. This is all hypothetical. Yeah, but I'm st- even hypothetically, I just got rejected. Wow. Dang. Yeah, Dang. your show just got turned <laughs> down. Yeah, in, in hypothetical world, the chicks just rejected me again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you only got two. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> but George Strait just told me he's going to do an extra song to make up for them. Okay, uh, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. All right, Eddie. Oh, mine's easy. I'm like you, Garth Brooks, for sure. Operator, won't you put me on through? I got to send my love down to Baton Rouge. Then I would do Pearl Jam, my favorite band ever. Oh my! And I'm opposite of you, Bones. No ballads. I'd close out with my uncle, my Theo Fufa. Tao Tao. Let's go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody be dancing, eating tacos, margarita machines. Oh, you're going full. Oh, that'd be, it'd be a party. Uh, Lunchbox, you're up. Fine. Oh, it's easy. You get three artists. Yeah, Tina Turner. Thank you. I appreciate that, Tina. Then, Eminem. <laughs> and give me a little Zach Brown band. I saw the Tina documentary on HBO again last night. Have you watched it? Oh, is it good? I can't believe you haven't watched it if man, you're like our greatest time, fans. Man. You, you have, have time. so much time. You watched nine hours of the Road Race Chase or You've whatever it's called. Building Roots like three times. <laughs> just to review it terribly. <laughs> to get yeah, negative well, I, I just want to see if it's going to get better building roots. I'm trying to, uh, <laughs> okay. I, mean, I just want to make sure, you know, hey, if it, does it still stink? And It doesn't stink. It's Amy's sister's show on HGTV. <laughs> Watch it. He's a hater because he's jealous. I've been sent two different options for a segment to do next. Either we can do the Bobby Bone Show Recommends something that we've bought or experienced that we would recommend to our listeners, or what are you annoyed by right now? And that could be something you're annoyed by. It could be petty. It could be something for real. So let's take a vote. Do you want to do recommends or annoyed? Eddie. I like recommends. Lunchbox? Annoyed. (laughs) Of course. Did he send that in? (laughs) I mean, that sounds like his segment. Uh, I mean, because he's so passionate about it. I'm going to go annoyed with Lunchbox. (laughs) Recommends. Okay. Well, Morgan, you're the final vote here. Mm. I'm about to be annoyed with you if you pick one. You can do recommends if you'd like, or you can do annoyed. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. I don't know. I like when Lunchbox is annoyed. So you want to do annoyed? Yeah. Can you find? If you're doing this, you have to do an annoyed then too. Yes, I can. So okay. we all have to find something we're annoyed at. Yeah. Okay. You have three minutes. All right. Good job, guys. We'll do recommends tomorrow. <laughs> can it be on Monday? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke comes in tomorrow, by the way, and tickets tomorrow to my show. Uh, on sale at 10 a.m. Central at bobbybones.com to the my stage show, my comedy show. All right. It can be whatever you want it to be. Oh, I have one about you. Oh. That, about? that I can be annoyed by or that, that you're no, annoyed that, with that me? That I'm annoyed. Hey, what you're if we all pick? with me? It's not your fault, though, but I'm annoyed with you. It's not your fault. Okay. What if we all pick Amy? I just thought about it. <laughs> it's so Mine's so petty, though. It's so petty. And it's not. It's you, but it's not really your fault. Okay. okay. I like this. Okay. Oh. We're going to cut. Thanks, so Lunchbox. Dumb. We're going to come back next. <laughs> 
for inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nimpton to get on track to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register for the May 5th event at expresspros.com slash expresstalks. Attend for a chance to win a career coaching session with me. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, well, Lunchbox has selected it, so we're going to do what's annoying you right now. You want to go first? Oh, if you want me to. Okay, go ahead. I'm annoyed with Amy. Oh, oh no. Why? Me too. Why? Now what? I'm just annoyed with Amy. All this talk about Hollywood. I'm annoyed oh. at hearing about it. I'm so you're tired. jealous of Amy. No, I'm annoyed. She's walking around here like, oh, look at me. I'm an actress. She's not. Open She's the not. door she for does. me. She's not. She hasn't one time. I, I'm annoyed with the people that selected her. Okay. I, so I mean, I don't know why they would select her when they know she can't act. She doesn't have any acting we skills. We don't know she can't act. You've never seen her act. She's begging me for acting lessons. I mean, I'm annoyed by this whole thing. I wish we'd just stop talking about it. You brought it You're up. You're talking about it now. Like you literally yeah. brought it because up. Because it's so annoying to hear about it that I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Is that a deal? No. <laughs> Amy, by the way, if you're a new listener, Amy was selected for a movie role. She doesn't have any acting experience, but neither does Lunchbox. Uh, I take acting classes. You've read a few scripts on Zoom, sure. But... Amy was selected at random. Oh, script. she had the script. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Amy, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. See no, I'm annoyed right now. You're, like you're annoying, Rissy. You're, you're being annoying. You're being annoying. No, she's sharing something that no, she's excited I'm about. I'm not. I'm like, So, what? by the way, she's going to L.A. She leaves Tuesday morning during the show. Wow, that's a lot of lines. <laughs> and she goes and acts with a major <laughs> Hollywood star and comes back late in the week. It's going to be awesome. Uh. No, it's annoying. Okay. I am annoyed by that. I'm annoyed by the whole situation. Lunchbox, I'm sure you would have been considered for it, but they wanted a female. You don't I have am- you don't have a vagina. <laughs> Guess what? They, they can put a wig on me. It's a it's no, a they powerful can't. like no, they can't. that wouldn't look right. Woman to woman type moment. And yes. I just don't think power. that you would have like fit that scene. They're being annoying. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Amy, what are you annoyed by? Go ahead. I'm we all pick each other. This is what I was worried about. Go okay, ahead. Okay, well, I'm annoyed at you, I guess, a little bit. At what? Who? You. Oh, because our bathroom breaks. Like, we had an opportunity to have one. Like, I have to go to the bathroom right now, but you canceled our last break. To, I couldn't go. And we don't, we get like, we get like <laughs> two. Is like and we have Amazon to, when their employees can go to the bathroom? <laughs> we have to get permission. Bobby oh. says, once you hear, all right, everybody take a break, then you know. And I'm like sprinting to the bathroom, dodging people. If you ever really have to go, you just go. And you know that. You can go. If you have to go right now, fine. go. No, I can I can wait. I can do but my job. But what happened is during this last we're always doing something. Yeah. Because we, we're doing this show, we're on in two hundred cities, we're doing night shows, we're doing countdowns. So there's always something to be done. And Amy wasn't ready with one of her things. 
And so I didn't know that thing was coming. It was on the sheet to do. And you said, Amy, <laughs> and choice. So, you said, do you want me to do this? But my, my point is, if you'd have been ready, I didn't know. we were going to take a break. So what you're saying is you're annoyed by Not her annoyed. lack of preparedness. Okay, well, oh, that was one example. <laughs> we'll take that off the table. Ignore that. Go it's ahead. just that our bathroom breaks are quick and limited. And then also it's freezing cold in here. That's true. I'll, I'll raise my hand on that one. I like it cold. You can think better. No. Yeah, you're a shot. Oh, so we kind of just getting numb. No, you <laughs> can't think at all. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Thank you. Right. Okay. Sorry. What? You mm. wanted to do this segment. But mine is not annoyed with you. My but I am annoyed. I saw driving in this morning. So our old intern, Lexi Hayden, is on the Women of iHeart Country show this weekend. We, I, we played her music. She's opening for me on my show here in town. And she does this whole thing where she's thanking Amy for playing her song because Amy's the host. Amy doesn't pick her song. I do. Ooh. And people are like, thanks to Radio Amy. Mike D and I go through all these lists of artists every week. We listen to songs. We pick the female artists. Because in my contract, I've negotiated a whole hour of just being out nationally to play female artists. And they're thanking Amy. They're like crying, Amy, you're the best. I'm like, I picked your song, not Amy. That's all. Oh, gosh. Okay. Can okay, I defend well, Amy that's real a quick? cool part of my job that I really enjoy, and that's my favorite thing is when they post those videos. It would be mine too. Of them hearing their song on the radio for the first time, and I'm not mad at you. Okay. I just I just picked their song. Well, why are you waving me off? Host yeah, the show, Amy, Amy. No, you should reply to them. And be like, actually, Bobby picked it. I did. That used would to, be nice. I did used to no, host the show, and then it was annoying. like, this feels weird. <laughs> I'm doing a whole show, and I'm a dude. I should probably let Amy do it. But you do a great job at hosting it. Thank you. But I don't pick all the music that I play on this show. Hardly any of it. And so, you know, I don't really take. Well, then you'd really hate to see some of the emails that go out. I'm not even going to tell you. Oh man. Oh, about what? It's fine. It's about fine. What? I feel like what? it's fine. It's like we all collectively do the show, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Sometimes I'm CC'd on emails where I'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll talk about it later. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you're annoyed she gets all the credit. I'm not that annoyed, but this morning I was like, that's annoying. What? Stop. <laughs> all right. You do so I much. Feel, that- I feel Eddie, you, Bobby. Eddie, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'm annoyed with Morgan number two. Oh, uh, oh. This yeah, is so, just turned into an each well, other segment. Okay. Well, let me tell you, I, I work really hard at getting oh, my work right. done oh, here at work because mm-hmm. I do a lot. I edit a lot of videos, and Morgan puts the list. She's the, here are the videos I want, and I stay here till about three o'clock sometimes, finishing these videos for her. And then I'm about to go to bed. Ah, uh, nine nine o'clock, nine thirty at night. Text. Hey, will you fix this video for me? Will you do this video? I'm like, fix hey. though, fix. Yeah, yeah, you messed but it up. You could have sent this way earlier in the day. How okay. about nine o'clock when I'm about to go to bed? Annoyed. Okay. And does Eddie really go to bed at nine o'clock, or is he getting on the PlayStation? At and 9 does he o'clock? really work till Boy, three this here? This is turning into hate. Oh. Guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just checking. You I'm just all asking. the seeds for this segment. <laughs> I'm just asking. All right, one final one. Morgan, what are you? What are you annoyed at? I'm going to take my grievance outside of the studio, okay? <laughs> my grievance is with the city of Nashville okay. because of all of the 80,000 potholes that oh, I have to yeah. drive in. Breach. Not only that, they tore up my street for an entire month. They did nothing with it. They literally just tore it up and left it. So I had to drive on basically dirt roads in the middle of the city. So my grievance is with Nashville. All right. Thank you for that the is one annoying. mature one here, though, not taking it out towards someone else on the show. Okay, well, we all feel better? Yeah. I, I feel pretty good. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> that didn't help anything at all. <laughs> I'm just glad no one's annoyed with me. Scuba, what are you annoyed at? Uh-oh, here Scuba, we go. Our executive producer. Oh, my wife. No, I'm just kidding. I'm my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not really annoyed with anyone right now. I'm actually in a pretty good space. Come so, on. Yeah, you have to have something. I mean, I'm annoyed with technology. I, I don't like tech. I mean, I like technology, but I hate it because technology is so accessible and it's always there. We're always being bothered on email and text and all kinds of stuff. And I'd love to be able to just disconnect 
like everyone else's job at five and walk away. But that's just, when you set a boundary. I don't. I can't set a boundary because okay. I want to win, so I, I can't. Wow, that's cool. You do kind of seem like the old man shaking his fist at the clouds, though. <laughs> Technology, I hate you. Uh, okay, well, there you have it. We'll do a more positive segment next. How about that? Okay. That Everybody up for it? I mean, yeah. I was pretty happy. All right. It, this makes him, this fills his cup. <laughs> I mean, everybody is smiling. Everybody is smiling in this room right now. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Missouri. Two guys were driving a pickup truck when a semi in front of them kind of switched lanes. They swerve and they try to avoid it. Boom, hit the semi. Semi hits them from behind and bags go flying all over the interstate. Police come. Bags of what? Like oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh, that's where we're going to oh, go. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah, the bags that flew out of the pickup truck. We're all full of marijuana. Damn. 500 pounds of marijuana <laughs> flew out of the back of the pickup truck in the wreck. And they they hit the semi first. They they rear into the semi, and then another semi hit them, sending the bags flying. And this all happened on 420. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> the irony. If I'm running drugs, I got like a driver's ed instructor driving. Uh-huh. And Ten and two. Yes, like let's. I got the, the, the brake in the passenger <laughs> side as well. We're making sure that doesn't happen. All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Here's a voicemail we got late, late, late last night. Questions about Lunchbox. Did anybody ever call him by his real name? On air, we all know he's Lunchbox. But let's just say in the real world, he's Joe. Who in Lunchbox's life actually calls him by his real name? The only time I have ever <laughs> called Lunchbox by his real name is as a joke. In yeah, my, right. how long have we known each other? 19 years. Oh, I mean, man. We're also crazy. getting old. Um, so, yeah, never, never. I, it's never. always been, I don't even call him Lunchbox. It's just lunch at this point. Yeah. And his wife is the only person I ever hear do it, mm-hmm. and it's always so weird. It's like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> is somebody else going to find in my house that I don't know she's talking to? Yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Eddie, you ever call him anything? Never. Or? His dad's been here a couple times this week, and he's called him Lunchbox, too. So not even his dad calls him by his name, I don't think. Is that just for on air? Does just call- for on air. On, at home? Yeah, at home he calls me by my name. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, we don't. So it's my parents, my brother, sister, and my wife, basically it. You never have. Wow. And probably never will. What do you want on your uh, tombstone? Oh, lunchbox, because I want people to know where I'm at. Yeah. I want people to be able to visit and pay homage. To pay what? Isn't that what you call it? Homage? <laughs> we'll go with that. Homage. We'll go with that. Homage. Is that what it is? Well, H-O-M-A-G? Yeah, some, some people say homage. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys or say it right. homage. Or homage. Yeah, but ho- almost homage. never homage. <laughs> oh. but, it's, that way, but never make fun yes. of how people say something right, right, right. because they may have just read it. But I think you just read it that way. Before. Yeah, I read it. H O M A G E. Homage. That's it for today. By the way, call and leave us a voicemail anytime. 877-77 Bobby. If we're not on the air, the voicemail line is up. Uh, Luke Combs in tomorrow. Uh, also tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you guys want to come to my two Nashville shows, they are comedy slash motivational speeches, talks. I don't even know how to describe it. But uh, tickets will be up tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central. Uh, get them while you can. All right. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.